Hey, what's up, everybody? My guest this week is Jeanette Jenkins, uh, celebrity trainer. Uh, you might have seen her on Fear Factor. We- oh, my God. You're one. Go <laughs> but they replay it every, it's almost like they replay it once a month. I get people hitting me up. Was that? Oh, my God, that's the girl from Fear Factor. I'm what, like, uh, we, we recorded that 20 years ago. Well, here's what's crazy about Fear Factor is <laughs> we were, <clears throat> so now you're, you're crushing it as a trainer. Yes. But we met like 98, something yeah. like that. I know like I was Jerry's thinking, Deli. Yeah. It was, we were like early 20s, just get to LA. It was the beeper days. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you, had, <laughs> you had a personal card and yeah. a beeper. Yeah. And I remember my first card because I was all into like hip hop aerobics. I had my whole baggy jeans and my bandana with my beeper number. <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh my God! Times have Hold changed. On, we're laughing. <laughs> we're so old. <laughs> God, yeah, we, we aged well. I'm not mad at being old. No. Listen, I'm happy for like all the stairs I've taken. But I, it was it was weird because you know when you're young and you were you were hanging out at comedy clubs a lot. Yeah. And um, I like I'd to always, laugh. Yeah, I'd always see out, and then like you lose touch. And then I'm watching the Fear Factor, like in 2001 or something. And I look and I go, is that Jeanette? Is that the girl we used to hang out with at Jerry's Deli? That's literally what I went through. I go, wait a minute. It was just so odd because I hadn't seen you in like two, three years. And then the Fear Factor came on. Well, the same. I think the first time was probably on one of the specials that are on BET, on one of the stand-up specials. I was like, oh, look, they gave Gary a Tom slot. Gave Gary. (laughs) Earn that. I know. (laughs) He got his spot amongst all the black comics. (laughs) You earned your stripes, though. I mean, that was one of the best things I loved when I first came to L.A. was just going to the comedy store. Yeah. That is literally, like, the first place I ever went out. When I landed in L.A., I stayed at the best Western on Sunset, which is Ooh. across. The, I know. I'm telling wow. you. Like, it was basic, as basic as. And uh, yeah, I was a broke college kid. Come Why'd on. you move here? I moved here for the fitness industry. Like, I had a degree in human kinetics, and I, you know, was training people in the city you, that I grew up in. And I was born in Canada. Hollywood. Yeah. You, was, you came I here was from born, Canada. But I was born in Hollywood. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. My dad was in entertainment. And like no he sang in a group called the Mike Group Congregation, and the yeah, what's called? Gr- no, don't let me go there. Honestly, <laughs> the group was called the Mike Curb Congregation. Mike Curb. But my dad sang for like Nixon. He sang with Sammy Davis Jr. Like oh, he wow. really was like an entertainer. And then my uh, my parents divorced when I was five, and mm. so my mother was Canadian, and she brought us back to Canada, and then. I always grew up with this born in Hollywood. I was born in Hollywood Presbyterian. Toronto? Is that where you Hollywood Presbyterian? I know, but I'm saying but Toronto Toronto, after Hollywood. In a small city called Oshawa. We call it the Schwa. Oshawa? (laughs) The Schwa. It's like next to Toronto, like 30, 40 minutes. Oh, I've never heard of that one. No, because it's like it's like Detroit. Like it's a General Motors town oh. and it's a totally factory town. Like it was the biggest thing there was General Motors. Everybody was like a factory worker or we were on welfare. <laughs> is welfare the, the same in Canada? Category. We were in the welfare category. Is welfare the same in Canada as the United States? Yeah. What exact you, same? Like it's, it's no, government cheese? It's, yeah, no. The Canadian government's a little bit different in the fact that they actually give your family enough money to live on. Hmm. <laughs> 
Nice. And um, we also lived in government housing, and government housing is like, uh, is also like a little bit. It, it would be kind of like low middle class, but the people have the same issues in. Let me ask you, if, in like Toronto, it was a single mother, right? So my mother was a single mother raising three kids. So a lot of single mothers are in government housing. Yeah, all, across both countries, Canada and the U.S. from. Fathers that didn't pay child support, unfortunately. You know, my mom was in that category. So shout out to all the single moms out there kicking ass, raising their kids. Is it? Let me ask you this. When <laughs> yes. I went to Winnipeg, yeah. I shot a it's film cold. there last year. <laughs> no, but the the hood was uh, Indians. Oh, okay. So, it was, but it was the same as the hood in the United States. It wasn't black people. It was yeah. Indians. There was Church of Chicken, Burger King. Dudes just hang out in the park, yep. liquor stores, yep. closed down building, boys and girls club. Yeah. But it was all Indians. I yeah. don't want to say Native Americans. No, what were they so called? What, what would you call that in Canada? Were they Native Americans or were they actually like Pakistanians and no, Indians? No, no, they were like Indians, like from like yeah, like the, the Indians. Like the native people natives. of the land yeah, before yeah, yeah. the white people came like and raped and pillaged them. Indians. Yeah. Okay, you <laughs> yeah. went to rape and pillage. Jesus well, Christ. <laughs> that's what happened. Let's be honest. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I guess. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Talk to your ancestors, Gary. But <laughs> I cut them off. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my point being is that the hood that I grew up in was majority poor white people. Because again, mm. I was in like the factory town area, mm. so I would have been, you know, more like trailer park. People. That's my people right there. <laughs> Those are your people. Now you talk Those my are language. the kind of people I grew up around. So now like, you talk you know, Mountain Dew were, and Doritos. The kids were like the the drug of choice was like uh what they were token in bottles and doing oil and all kinds of yeah, like the cheapest drug sniffing glue. <laughs> this is the stuff I seen as a kid, right? Ugh. These were the cheap drugs that the kids were doing. Yeah. But hey, but I wasn't doing them. <laughs> but I grew up in the white hood. <laughs> But you came out to L.A. I came out to L.A. I know you came out just to be a trainer of fitness. Yeah, yeah. Industry. I came for fitness, which is completely different than most people come out here for the entertainment industry. So the actual fear factor thing only happened because they were actually casting in the gym where I was teaching classes. And the casting director came right up to me in my class and was like, we need a girl who's strong enough that could actually win and do this show mm -hmm. and it had never aired yet and so mm -hmm. i didn't even know what he was talking about so i was like what what is it what do i have to do and he's like you just have to go in this competition and you're gonna have three challenges and if you win against the other five people you win fifty thousand dollars so at the mm -hmm. time i was saving money actually i was in escrow to close on my first property mm -hmm. i was like 23 and i'm like how long everything was like time for me how long is it gonna take it was like two days two days, two or three days of taping. And I, and I was like, okay, so two or three days of taping. And if I win, I win $50,000. I'm like, can I 1099 that? <laughs> you all about taxes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you don't realize. About I was serious. Let me ask you about game shows. And uh, so I did it and I won and I was Well, that's my happy. question about game shows. Yeah, when yeah. you get paid, uh, did they take taxes out already? On mine, they didn't, but I specifically asked if I could be 1099 because yeah. I was like, I'm an independent contractor, and like I already knew I had a million things I could write off against it. Because I always be wondering, like, when I watch the Family Feud, yeah, and they win like $10,000, and there's five people, mm -hmm. and I was like, this after taxes, that's probably about 600 bucks a pop. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> They're going nuts, and I'm going. But they got their money a, <laughs> out of that episode because the number of times they have rerun that episode. And do you, as a guest, do you get, get residuals? Nothing. You don't? Nothing. Oh, Contestants don't get anything afterwards. Just your initial payday. I did the dating game when I first got to L.A. <laughs> How was that? Uh, it was the white girl picking three white dudes. Yes. And then the, uh, there was two different segments. And the other one was a black dude picking three black girls. And I said, can I switch? Oh, my with God. The black guy? <laughs> and the black guy goes, yeah, I prefer white women. So really? So we, we really tried to switch. And I go, oh, the country's not ready for that. Oh, wow. Like, what like, they're not ready was for. that? 97, 98. Oh, okay. When we first got here? Yeah, yeah. Was, I think that. They weren't ready. That was yeah. my first TV appearance. The okay. dating game. The dating game. And that was the same, similar to you. I was in the comedy store in the back of it. Yeah. And the guy was in there just, you know, he knows the struggle comics, probably got personality. He said, you guys want to come down? So I end up not winning, and I end up winning. I kept getting, like, breath mint sent to my apartment. They must have been a sponsor. Mm. Lozenges. But the, <laughs> the comedy store would have been the very first place that I saw you. Oh, without question. Perform for sure. I was like, this one was funny. Well, you was hanging out at Jerry's Deli. That's where I got to know you. The Jerry's Deli, you know, I it, I moved on from the Best Western and I rented an apartment that was in that area. So it was close to Jerry's Deli yeah. in like the Beverly Hills area. So like at that time, I was, it was close. To and you were I lived. bigger. Bigger, like Back more muscular. Jersey. Yeah. I was smaller, but I might have looked bigger because I was more ripped. I think I was doing like more competitions and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. A couple of fitness competitions that was in and out. I thought you <laughs> might have been killing some Tim Hortons. No. Or <laughs> you are from Canada. <laughs> so then, when would you say like you started to take off as as the trainer? Like, well, what happened is um, all of a sudden you were just in all the publications. Yeah. Well. I started training celebrities, and actually the first ones that were coming to my classes on a regular basis were like Carmen Electra. Even, Cincinnati girl. Yeah, good old Carmen Electra used to take my abs class, and um, God, the, the, the start off, her and um, who, Christina Applegate used to always be like yeah. first row in my spin class, and then um, I started getting asked all the time, um, for interviews from different magazines and stuff about like what these different celebrities are doing in these workouts. Mm -hmm. So basically I was like, okay, that was my first knowing of press doesn't pay money <laughs> for your time. Oh yeah. So I was like, all right, if the media publications and these magazines and TV shows want my fitness information, I'm going to have to like create a product or something to sell because this, I'm not just wasting my time going in telling you what this celebrity does and what that celebrity does for a workout. So that was like, <clears throat> at that time, when they would call me, they would always say, we're looking for a Hollywood trainer. We're looking for a Hollywood trainer, and we were sent to you by this person or that person. So I literally just looked up the website, the Hollywood trainer, and nobody had purchased it yet. So I bought it. <laughs> and that, You're always ahead of the game. And that was when I created my first set. I was like, okay, I need to make a video series of how I actually train my celebrity clients and be able to... So that if someone wants to do these workouts, because that was the other thing, when the media hits you up, they're like, in a sound bite, 
tell us how you lose this much weight or how you yeah. get ripped. I'm like, um, okay, in a five-minute segment, I cannot give you a workout program that's actually going to be effective. So I made like a seven exercise workout series. And that was my first like- Is that Hollywood like on trainer. DVD? It was on VHS. Jesus That's Christ. how old. And DVD. And it was like the early like 2001, 2002. How, how long was that video? And I have to also shout out all my clients. All my clients let me shoot in their like yards, which was epic at the time. Because, you know, these incredible mansions in like, you know- both Beverly Hills and the Pacific Palisades. I had two incredible clients that let me shoot on their properties because they were just excited to support me. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what was your question? <laughs> you asked me a question just before I went on that about how long it was. How long was the video? Oh, each video. You said like a seven yeah, it's a minute? series. No, it's a seven exercise. Yeah, seven, seven exercises. workouts. Seven different. A workout. So my first workouts was an ab blast that was 20 minutes, a button thigh blast that was 20 minutes, an ultimate cross training workout that was 45 minutes, a kickboxing boot camp, a yoga, a cardio sculpt. How would you get it out? Like infomercials? I did an infomercial. <laughs> I so did. Was, like a, she'd be I like did, at two in the morning on Jerry Springer. I actually sold. I actually used to buy a lot of airtime on BET and Lifetime. Like I would buy oh, their wow. remnants. Yeah. And I had a short form infomercial that sold a million, a good million dollars worth of of those workout videos. And that was my first like pump up. How how does <laughs> my Let first me ask like you. I'm doing this, I'm doing this. I'm how gonna... does that feel? So you put <laughs> this you, you put this video together. Yes. And then the numbers start coming in. Well, it was a I well, I turned into like this little mini infomercial company myself mm-hmm. because I was running it all myself. So I would communicate with the media company, my media buying company each mm-hmm. week and and we would negotiate like what time slots I was going to buy and how much money I was going to spend. And then of course, at the end of every week, you had to hit a specific ratio in order to be making money. Mm Because if you're buying, obviously, if if I'm buying $10,000 worth of airtime, I got to make sure I'm making 20,000, 30,000, whatever that dollar amount is each week. So, um, so yeah, it was a lot to learn. And I realized why after I was done all of that, Guffy Ranker, one of the biggest infomercial companies, they actually offered me uh, a deal, a holding deal, and a de- they called it a development deal. <laughs> but I really think when I look back, they just wanted to buy me out so that because the airtime slots, there were limited time slots. Mm-hmm. You know, those are back in way before social media, kids. And the only media, media not, was very competitive. And not as many channels. Right. And so, like, they were the biggest infomercial company at the time, one of the biggest. Mm-hmm. And I'm going in there buying the time slots that they would buy. So yeah. even though the time slot might have been cheaper, they could have made so much more money, you know, selling whatever they were selling. Mm-hmm. So they put me in a, they called a development deal <clears throat> and we never developed shit. <laughs> I've been in a couple of those. <laughs> yeah. You know, those development deals. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes yeah. now that I look back as an experienced businesswoman, I'm always wondering like, were the development deals sincere or was it really just a development deal to pull you off the market so you wouldn't compete against their talent? Right. So right. now I kind of feel like they were just, kind of trying to pull me off the market, but I don't know. They may have really wanted to cause, and just had way too much on their plate and couldn't, uh, 
Dude, but then, you know, then Twitter came. <laughs> And Instagram and social media. And when social media started, I was like, you mean we can just put our content out here for free? We don't have to pay anybody? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have to pay for the eyeballs that are going to come across this screen? And that's the thing that I don't think the youth understands at this point. It's like, okay, instead of using social media as a dear diary moment... <laughs> Dear diary, right. Sorry, I broke up with him. Yeah, but it's so much fun. I know. The it's train like, wrecks are so much fun to watch. I, they are so much fun to watch. I'm like, there do she goes again, me. posting Jeanette, the new boyfriend. Don't, don't tell the youth to not do that. That's my guilty pleasure. But you know, it's just like they don't understand what a huge value it is to be able to press a button, whether you're going live on Instagram, live on Facebook, and to be able to reach hundreds and thousands and millions of people from around the world. So thankfully, you know, uh, I went from VHS to DVD and then um, I was selling tons of DVDs and I actually ended up getting uh, branding deals uh, in 17 different or distribution deals in 17 different countries. I had a branding Mm -hmm. agent that went to MIPCOM. Mm-hmm. And sold my series and got me old school, like traditional distribution duplication deals. And then once we got that laptop from Apple, the one that didn't have the DVD drive in it anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, the DVD business is a wrap, kids. Yep. Like, you better figure out how to Yo, sell your content. Let me tell you, let me tell you how I found out about DVD was gone. <laughs> I, I, you I, have I'm to always, have DVDs Well, I'm too, hosting right? DVDs on the road, right? Right. Literally, I'm on stage. I don't know DVDs left. (laughs) I'm hustling still. And I was like, I kept going, man, nobody's really buying DVDs like they used to. No. Literally, I held up a guy go, guy, you literally know, he goes, who the fuck still has a DVD player? (laughs) I went, oh, I guess these are done. you were a little late on that (laughs) one, Gary. You never noticed that when your laptop didn't have a DVD drive anymore that it was going to be a wrap? It still was in my car. I still had the DVD (laughs) in my car. I can't. You know? <laughs> you I was gotta like, foreshadow a little bit. Yo, that I was is like this. comedy. Oh. Yeah, a lot of you, you're not the only one, because I have, like, Sally from Wisconsin wants to constantly, you know, hit me up on you email. You got a DVD? Yeah. But do you have DVDs? It's like, Sally, the DVDs, DVDs are gone now. I'm going to need you to let go. And come over to the streaming world. Dude, I used to buy. It's been a crazy transition in the past five years, just getting people to completely accept streaming. Well, it's like I used to buy ten. I used to buy, you know, my specials. Yeah. I did it myself. I used to buy ten thousand a clip. I would get through ten thousand, three four months. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm sh- I'm down to like sixty of the last ten thousand I bought five years ago. <laughs> like I'll go today. I'll go to cities and bring like ten DVDs just just let- in case. Yo, oh, let I'll let it be like go. I don't want to leave out the guys that just got out. <laughs> Somebody just got out of jail <laughs> as a DVD player. But it's funny, like people want me to sign them or like nostalgic, almost like an album uh, now. Yeah. So if you still got a DVD. It's like old school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because totally. I'll throw it up like a joke and somebody'll be like, yo, let me get the DVD. Just sign it. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? I, love I remember going that. over to people's houses and they just had the DVD shelves. Right. Oh, yeah, just totally. The collection. <laughs> Even choosing to let them go, like each was a phase, you know? First you had to yeah. let go of the VHSs and it's like, 
<gasps> yeah. And then the DVD, then the CDs. It's like, okay, we're gonna let go of the CDs. Mm -hmm. Oh, what was on CD? Like Joe to see TLC, like all your awesome uh. CDs from like the 90s and the 80s, and you're just like, I can't believe I'm letting these albums go. And the tape cassettes. Remember cassettes? I know the tape cassette was the beginning. That had was the like sleeve. salt and pepper. And oh, I had so many, all the Michael Jackson ones, of course, were the tape my, cassette era. <laughs> my car got broken into in San Diego. And they stole all my cassette tapes. And literally the next week, cassettes were gone. It was like, whoever stole it, stole it at the <laughs> wrong right time. time. <laughs> Broke right in. I was like, my cassettes the next week. Nobody has cassettes anymore. Get a CD player installed in your car. I go, oh, like the week after. <laughs> so the streaming has been beautiful because now I reach an even larger audience than I've ever reached before. Um, mm. And I have, and instead of people buying my DVDs, I'm able to cultivate a community and support them. Mm -hmm. So it's like, now I'll have people who are working out with me in Germany, Switzerland, Argentina, all over the place. And they still, and many of them are fans of several of my clients. So they might be fans of Pink or fans of Alicia Keys, or they're just people who've done my workouts and they Not love them. With either. Yeah, you don't know either of those two. <laughs> Pink and Alicia, Alicia Keys, I'm like this. <laughs> and so the point of all of that, by the way, Pink does love your comedy. So I will, I did tell her about you and she was like, I know who he is. He's so funny. You know, we met like 20 years ago. You met Pink? 20 years ago. Wait, she was, she, she had like one or two songs out yeah. and she came to the hip hop station in Miami uh -huh. and I was there to pump my stand up weekend uh -huh. and she came in to pump whatever she had coming out, probably a song or album. I remember they made her sing on the spot. And she killed it, I'm sure. Holy fuck. Yeah. I said, well, that's not Millie Vanilli. No, it's not. <laughs> I remember when her first song came out, I thought, it, it and we all thought it was a black girl. Because her yeah. voice was so soulful. soulful. Yeah. And then when the imagery came out and the video, I was like, oh, that girl's white? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody said that. Yeah. Oh, we were like, we still love her. Yeah. You can come to the barbecue. Is that Tina Marie's daughter? <laughs> no. <right. laughs> oh, no. Tina Marie's daughter's mixed. <laughs> uh, so that's been beautiful in doing the community thing. And then even, you know, when I've trained you many times, we've like posted things and mm -hmm. stories and Instagram and stuff. And I think that it's wonderful now that uh, through social media, people like yourself and my other celebrity clients, they can also like inspire and motivate people through what they're doing. I think that's amazing. How did you even link with Pink? Cause that's like your, your girl now. That's my girl, yeah, like 10 years. Um, she was a referral. All of mm. my celebrity clients actually were just referrals. So mm. it's just a testament of doing good work. Like, you know, you work hard at what you do and then people will refer think, you. I think uh, Every client. we was cool, but we weren't really in contact. And then when I think I like think a I man. I was trained Terrence. Yeah, we got yeah, back in touch. I was touch. trained Terrence yeah. Jenkins. I yeah. just reached out when I said, hey, your gym near here? I need to work out. Yeah. And and you're, always, <clears throat> you're always giving me the goddamn 5.30 a.m. time slots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like walking in the dark. 6, 6 a.m. <laughs> 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah. But where I usually would stay in L.A., your gym was like, you know, half a mile away. Yeah. So I would walk to the gym. I would see so much shit on the way. <laughs> People doing you girls, played... girls doing the walk of shame out of guys' apartments. <laughs> You're very athletic, though. You must have played sports growing up. Did you? I, it stopped at high school. It stopped at high school. Yeah. I was a rap. I'm, like... not, I'm not the guy that you're going to see in the room going, yeah, I play college ball. 
No, no, high school. Yeah, and it was. I mean, the epitome of the average high school athlete was me. It wasn't like I was stupendous. But you know, I've done. I've done it not to put any pressure on you, but I've done a couple Instagram lives with Pink, and I've done uh, some. I did a Facebook watch workout with Alicia Keys. Mm -hmm. So I think I should do one with you too. I'm down. (laughs) I think the people should work out with you. What's my What's my weakness? Your you weakness. Out? I know what it is. Ha- flexibility. There oh my is. God. Gary's Man, flexibility is terrible. I pull a fucking hamstring. <laughs> yeah. I knew it was bad. But well, most men neglect their flexibility. You know, it's only come uh, current, like in the past five to ten years, that people are starting to be like, yeah, do you do mobility? And I'm like, you mean do you stretch? Yeah. <laughs> like they make it all fancy now. Like, yeah, it's mobility. It's how you... And it's like flexibility, but okay, we'll call it mobility if guys feel better doing mobility better than doing yoga. Okay. What's the, okay, for a guy that travels yes. in hotels on planes, Do what's the one stretch it? I should be doing every day? What's one thing you should what be doing? Sh- what stretch should I be doing every day? Well, that's the thing is that you you have joints through your entire body. It's not just one stretch. You got to do so this a few stretches. What was that, Jeanette? <laughs> yes, you go, you I got like, joints. I go, I was like, okay, I'm going to be on the plane like this. You for sure is hamstring, so yeah, you should be doing suck. a forward fold. What's a forward fold? Down dog. You're dead. You know how to do a downward facing dog. I know dog. downward dog. Yeah, and forward a seated. Just stand you can up. do seated uh, forward fold, stretching through I like your how you just touch your toes. Your back. Can you touch your toes? No. Touch your toes, Gary. Touch your toes. (laughs) So, yeah, maybe we should do a live stretch class then. So, that. (laughs) That's not bad, though. That was pretty good. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But that's. uh, I do these 30 day boot camps and I do them within my club and especially now like with the pandemic and so we'll have thousands of people they join and work out with me on a streaming and so it's been really helpful to people who don't have access to a gym Mm -hmm. and um yeah so when you're going between your comedy clubs (laughs) and you're stuck in the hotel room you should come on to the club seriously like pink came to my last live and you just do it in the hotel room? Yeah, totally. She logged in, she clocked on, and then was like... What's the... Is it an and app? And then she posted it. It's not an app. It's what we call a mobile website. It's called the Hollywood Trainer Club. The Hollywood Trainer Club. The Hollywood Club. Trainer Club. You can keep it super basic and easy. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't recognize my face. Really, it's me. <laughs> Don't be sticking your nose in my face. Sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. So, like, once you're in here, I'll show you the last live. So, I go exercise, virtual gym, and then up here is my live workouts. So, my last live, Pink did it with us. Like, she showed up and... um, She had a camera and everything? No. Like, she did it from her house. Mm -hmm. And then she, like, shot. I didn't know she was going to do. She just surprised me. And then Mm -hmm. after the workout was over, she screenshot it and posted it in her stories. So it was totally like, so this was our last one is the 600 calorie burner. So is that your house? That is my house. I'm literally zooming in from my house. Isn't that cool? And you can like put it, uh, you can cast it to your TV. It's cool though, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm right there. So I'll put like, as we're, so you can kind of see how. Whoa. Yeah, now we're moving. <laughs> <laughs> 
and gotta make sure you get some square feet in that apartment. Yeah. No, it looks big. I swear that area is about 200 square feet. You know what I mean? It's just shot in landscape, so it looks like it's like really big. But my point is, is that you can access me anywhere. You know what I mean? When you're traveling, mm -hmm. totally. You should join us. What about time. like food? If, yes. you, if people can eliminate one thing, mm -hmm. sugar, right? Well, they shouldn't have to feel like they have to completely eliminate sugar. I have meals in my club also. Jesus like Christ, that app's got everything. I, it does. It's a weekly meal calendar. Look how cool it is. I mean, I, I literally made this because I'm passionate about helping people. So it's like $20 a month. It's the cheapest thing ever. So every day I give you a nutrition tip. So here's a typical day. Breakfast, a guilt-free breakfast quesadilla. A snack is like yogurt and berries. Lunch, a tuna salad wrap. Snack, steamed broccoli. Snack, rice cake with cottage cheese and tomatoes. Dinner, Chinese chicken salad. And apple crisp for dessert. So that's like a day. And each one... What's in the apple crisp? Okay, let me go back. You, yeah, you, you want to see how you can make an apple crisp healthy? Let me show you. Let me show you. Yeah, I do want to see you make apple crisp healthy. And then that, they those are, that's usually one of my favorite. You give me a good apple crisp. Recipe. That's a good dessert. <laughs> there we go. Dessert. So, Gary's apple crisp. <laughs> Whole wheat flour. Whole wheat flour, half a cup, three quarters cup of rolled oats, a half a cup of light brown sugar. But this is for the whole. It's eight servings. I need a virtual chef. So if you take, I know that's what everybody I need says. A chef. Someone like to make it. I know. I'm the type that would be Cinnamon, like this. Cinnamon, nutmeg, but you make a batch, and then you know you have eight servings, right? But literally, Jeanette, I would be like this. I'd be in the kitchen, going, "Look, you can do this." Fuck. Where's the nutmeg? <laughs> yes. Where the fuck is the nutmeg? <laughs> you can do it though. <laughs> but you know, there was a trainer on Ellen. Yes. Like eight years ago, some guy. Yeah. And he's on Ellen, and he's sitting there, to, and you could tell he was yeah. overly prepared. Like, this was his moment. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So he's on there, and he goes, you know, this is what you got to do. Every day, take a journal out, and you log in. He started, and Ellen just goes, nobody's going to do that. <laughs> she literally goes, nobody's going to do that. Nobody's going to write in a journal every day. He they goes, no, do they will. when they're serious. They do. He looked at the audience. All the women was like, no. Nah, no. We're not buying a journal and logging our food. What we're doing. But here's the thing I always tell people about that is that like, okay, how much gas, how many liters does it take or gallons to fill your car? You don't know? Okay, 12? how much in cash? How much does it cost you? Ohio or California? <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> California. Not to brag, but which car? <laughs> oh my God, you're over the top. Look, which car okay, Jeanette? Whatever your SUV is, your family SUV. I don't drive the SUV. My wife uh, does. I got okay. the, I got the sedan. Okay, so the sedan. Uh, how let's say sixty five dollars. Okay, how many calories does it take to fill you? Wow, that was a trick question. That's what I'm saying. Is that we know how much. We have to put in our car, but we don't know how much we have to put in our body. Mm -hmm. So because we all, a large percentage of the population, walks around ignorant of how much nutritional caloric intake they should have, how many calories a day they should eat, they have no idea. So then they overeat usually every day. That's why we have this obesity epidemic of like 40% of the country now is mm -hmm. obese. Like, and... Um, 70 to 80% is overweight to obese. But the point is, is that you, there's no way you can lose 
weight and lose body fat percentage if you are not keeping track of the calories that you're putting in your body. Like it, there is a basic science to calories in, calories out. And then you have to even get more specific into the macronutrients, right? How much fat are you eating? How much I know protein? How are. much car- I hear that. I don't know what that is. Okay, a macronutrient is just the word carbohydrate, fat, and <laughs> protein. So when you eat your food, mm-hmm. it's one of those three categories. So your sugar is what? Is your sugar delicious? Sugar is bad. is it a protein? Is it a bad. fat? It's a carb, right? So, yeah. So you have three macronutrients. So they just like using that word macros, but it's like the food. Everything that you eat fits into one of those three categories: a carb, a protein, or a fat. And then your body uses that food as fuel, so Mm -hmm. it can function. So then that's another thing that we don't pay attention to. So you eat a bunch of crap. So first of all, if we start with just the caloric intake, many people eat. Almost their daily drink their daily calories in their first like frappuccino of the day. Not or, me. That's I know you're having water, but many times people who've been on a weight loss journey, the the first time they food log, they'll be like, oh my god, my coffee in the morning has like 800 calories no, in that's it. That's five. But like, yeah, your entire black coffee. Like. No, not black coffee, but you know, if it's pumped with whipped cream and tons of sugar and all kinds of sweet creams and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. So that's why it's important to know like what you're, what is in everything that you eat and drink. And the thing that people have to understand is that when, once you do it, you don't have to do it over and over again because you'll remember those things. Like Mm -hmm. you tend to, we tend to eat the same foods every week. Yeah. Like every week, what, what is a dinner meal you always have every week grilled chicken grilled chicken what's some so do you know how many how much protein is in a grilled chicken breast okay no. like 24 grams of protein in like four to six ounces of <laughs> right but you would know if you food log just for a little while because it becomes trust me the rock knows yeah but that's what i'm saying is that people who's put their body and treat it like a temple, they know what's in the food that they eat. How how amazing is his cheat day videos, though? How is everything amazing that The Rock posts? But no, but I mean... <laughs> I mean, he just keeps it so real and so honest. He'll, he doesn't show I, his I six know. days, but that's Sunday when he cheats. Yeah. And his voice helps. He'd be like this. Oh, yeah. The Terramana maple-infused <laughs> syrup. <laughs> Does that... <laughs> and the whipped cream. I love and then what the he does butter. for health and wellness. I oh, love that yeah. he's such a beacon for health and wellness, and that he posts so much about his workouts and his and and his healthy eating and and his cheat days and the balance. Because you know, I think he inspires. Clearly, he inspires millions of people. It's you fantastic. Think? And his clothing line is pretty good. Yeah. At, the, uh, at Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah. The Under the, Armour stuff. Yeah, I have uh, I have a few pieces of his stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, have you worked out with him before? I haven't worked out with The Rock. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for coming. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're maybe right. you'll, maybe you'll make it next year. I Just know. Try- <laughs> 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 haven't quite made it to The Rock yet. <laughs> yeah, about the food, you guys have to do it. Food log, please, and my learn pro- about the food that you eat. Here's my problem with trainers. What? You guys don't tell us what the food is. You tell us carbs. 
and sugars no. and, and, and macronutrients. I, I got to just... If, if when people we would started, tell me like this, yo. I opened that app and I said, for breakfast, you have what? And a guilt-free quesadilla. It was an yeah. egg white quesadilla. Yeah. And then what was your snack? Do you remember? Yogurt. Yogurt. Greek yogurt with some berries. Right. So every day you're going to have a percentage of a certain amount of protein. It's usually about a thir- uh, 40, 30, 30 split. Like 40% is carbohydrates. Because that's what you need. So your carbs are like your vegetables, your brown rice, your sweet potatoes. So you don't believe in the keto diet? I personally think people are, well, not that I think, I know we're all biogenetically unique. So some people uh, will do better on the keto. Like I know Hallie always promotes the keto, but she's also a diabetic. Hallie Berry? Yeah. So I think that what is really important is that people get to know their own bodies and they Mm. get to know their own body chemistry. Get blood work done through a nutritionist and Mm. see like, are you, do you have any nutritional deficiencies? Is there something that you're missing that you need more of? What are your hormonal levels? You know, is, are you producing, you know, for a man, are you producing the proper amount of testosterone? For a woman, are you producing the right amounts of like estrogen and progesterone and, and, um, yeah, I think that that's you have to learn more about yourself because everyone is is completely different. And we do need to, you know, make slight adjustments. So any healthy meal plan, you, every single person is going to have to slightly adjust certain things. What about intermittent fasting? Heard about that. Yeah, intermittent fasting, I personally have done uh, for years. I find it very helpful to burn uh body fat so you just keep you keep your a window eating within eight hours right yeah the thing that people have to understand the reason why it works is because you have to have a very low blood sugar level in order for your body to burn fat so every time you eat sugar your body's preferred fuel source is sugar it will use the sugar that you're eating instead of using your own stored body fat your own stored adipose tissue so uh you, you Literally, oh, yeah, that, is that Literally, too scientific? I shook my head yes when and you said <laughs> my own Adaberta sugar laser. And I went, yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. Fat, fat. <laughs> Your body fat when it's stored is called adipose tissue. <laughs> Adipose tissue. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yes. And so many bodybuilders for years, even right now, like The Rock has been posting that he wakes up in the morning and does fasted cardio. It's very common in the bodybuilding world to help them lean out for a competition. So that it's, does work. Oh, it does work. But if you then finish your fasted cardio and eat a meal that's like super high in sugar, like you go have like some Lucky Charms or something, then Mm -hmm. it's a wrap. Like you just wasted it. Yeah. So you still you have to then continue to um, eat meals that are balanced with like your protein. And when you're having carbs, they're carbs that have that have fiber in them. So carbs are what? Sweet potatoes, brown rice. What? Best carbs. Carbs that are high in fiber that can give you uh, energy, definitely brown rice and sweet potatoes. Nothing white? No white carbs? 
No. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 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 And it's Why only it's because it's been evil? bleached. Well, the <laughs> thing is, is it's been polished. It's been refined. So you want to stay away from anything that's been pretty much touched by man and stay as natural as possible. So not to remove the fiber. When you eat carbohydrates, the whole grains, the fiber is what slows the absorption of the sugar into the bloodstream. Mm. So when you remove the fiber, then the carb goes faster through the bloodstream and gives, and spikes your insulin. All right, so let's just try to keep it simple okay. for the novices. For the novices. Stay away from anything white, it's, carb-wise. Unless white it's rice. Your, unless it's white, your cheat day. Right. Everybody has to have a cheat day. So no white potatoes. No, white, no. but that's a wrong one, see? Stay, the word is not stay away from anything white. Stay away from things that are processed where the fiber has been removed. An actual potato that comes from the ground mm -hmm. is high in potassium and actually is high in, or is a decent amount of fiber. So a good baked potato. So decent. a baked potato is fine. Don't be putting fine. all kinds of butter and sour exactly, cream on it. Exactly, exactly. Okay. What about the, the butter I see that's like the healthy butter? Is that really healthy? Is it processed? I'm sure it's processed. Well, then no. Okay. <laughs> it's really simple. Like, if you're going to use a little bit of butter on something, use real butter, real cow's milk butter, not the fake butter, and just a little bit. It's all portion control and portion size. So basically... And organic. When you say nothing processed from man, now I'm yes. thinking of a grocery store. Yeah. Right? Basically, it's stay on the outside. Yeah, that's a good rule. Stay on the outside. That's Stay all away the meats, from that's all the fresh the veggies. Yes. Everything's in the fridge. Yes, it's not going to hold very and long. And choose if you can if it is organic because you also don't want genetically modified. Yeah. Yeah. And then is it true like don't eat farm raised salmon? Wild caught salmon, right? Yes, wild caught. What's the problem with farm raised salmon when you see farm raised? Well, again, it's you're taking the fish out of its natural environment, and mm. so and then it's being fed whatever the farmer's choosing to feed it, which isn't necessarily. So usually those farm raised fish, they're lower in the omegas, the healthy omega fats, and mm. the the healthy fat that we would want fish for. So what's one of the reasons people always tell you to eat salmon and cold water fish is for the healthy fats. Mm -hmm. And so if it's farm raised, then again, you're taking a fish out of its natural environment that it would normally feed off of like the krill and the, the, the other like uh, vegetation that's within the water. Mm -hmm. And it's not, eating that it's eating something else and we don't know what it's eating unless we know what the farmer's giving it <laughs> veggie burgers are no good uh, <laughs> um some veggie burgers are good but you have to again read the ingredients you want to stay away again from too much processing so a lot of black women specifically don't realize that soy increases the estrogen in your body so there is like you know, 10 years ago, this huge soy kick, soy everything, soy milk, soy, soy, soy. And soy is a plant estrogen that, and when you eat a lot of soy, you can increase the estrogen in your body, which can increase your risk of growing fibroid tumors. Mm. And so, yeah, like, uh, which is a huge issue in the, uh, uh, we're like the highest percentage African-American women for getting fibroids. And I literally almost shook my head yes again. Yeah, yes. you know that? Okay. <laughs> well, and but for men too, like soy, you know, if you're doing too much soy, it's you're still getting plant estrogens. And I've seen 
video footage of, you know, men that have had more like uh Breast. breast tissue, yeah. yeah, from having too That's much what kept me away from soy. soy. Yeah, and so <laughs> you don't want man boobies. Yep. But That's why it's I just stopped. so it's being aware and so it, oat milk? Yeah, oat milk is great. And you can make your own like almond milk. You can put the almonds straight in like a Vitamix or a blender, uh and really make your own homemade almond milk. Mm. So like there's so many ways. It's just continuing to learn and constantly being open to learn. Like let's not put nutrition to the side. Like we don't need to know about it and we can just feed ourselves with whatever is out there. Because if you think that a food manufacturer is interested in your best health, they're not. They're interested in making money. They're right. a company that's traded on the stock market and they want to make money for their shareholders. They are not in the business of trying to make you healthy. So the only person who's in the business of trying to make you healthy is you. That's it. Mm -hmm. So you have to know and start to learn. And and then the great thing is once you learn as much as you can about like it's a it's a shame that nutrition isn't mandatory and it's not taught in school mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean you should never teach yourself and start getting education and using and getting tools and reading books and and uh surrounding yourself with with experts especially now and the, like there's information everywhere so there's so much free information that and um I know in my club the Hollywood Trainer Club I give people a nutrition tip every single day that they sign in because I realize that it's something like you can't learn everything about nutrition in one day. So if you're a member of the club and every day you get a new nutrition tip, that's like, okay, now I know that. So like, what's today's nutrition tip? Meal. So today's nutrition tip is Jeanette's 80-20 rule. The 80-20 rule is all about moderation. For 80% of the time, eat foods that come from the land, organic, fresh fruits and vegetables, whole grains and lean cuts of meat that have not been processed. The other 20% of the time, you can eat your cheap foods. So for people who get concerned that like, oh my God, I could never have like this. I can, I'm, can never have Lucky Charms again or I can never have this again. Think 80-20. Like if 80% of the time you are being good and making wise, healthy choices for your body, then 20% of the time, yeah, like, which would be your cheat day, like, with The Rock is, for him, it's this cheat day, right? Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, they do it like that. Like, I usually try to tell my clients Monday through Friday, if you can be consistent with a healthy meal plan Monday through Friday and then come the weekend... You know, one day or one meal, not the entire weekend. So if it's like Friday night or Saturday or maybe you want to do brunch with the family on Sunday, then that's your meal. But then you got to get back on track on Monday. Yeah. I think I'm more confused now than I've ever been. Really? I'm, I'm not, I'm You're not. not. I'm not. You've kidding. been really good with nutrition, though. No. It, I mean, it is. If you just keep it simple. Like, yes. Uh, do you know David Alexander out of Miami? No. Trainer? No. You've you probably seen some of his stuff. But he he does makes it simple too. He goes, if it doesn't walk, run, or you can't grow it, yeah. He goes, don't eat it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's pretty. It's really, if you think about it, it's kind of simple. It's very very simple. Just think of farmers and like farmland mm -hmm. times. What it's about like, cheese? Cheese is dairy, and don't. it's in your cheat food category. Okay. You have to think with dairy, like 
every mammal is raised doesn't have to we don't when when we breastfeed our children there comes a time where then they're off the milk right, right. <laughs> so but then we we run to a cow and we get more with milk yeah. so when you think of like the just uh the growth and the development of mammals, of all the various different mammals, they once like a cow, uh, the little calf drinks off the baby, the off the mom, and then at some point they stop and they go over to their grass and they eat the greens, right? So we just keep drinking milk. And so what I'm trying to say is that the body doesn't need dairy. And we can get our iron and the people, uh, again, we, the food manufacturers advertise that you need milk for strong bones, okay? It's an advertisement to get you to buy into it, to buy it. We, to have strong bones, you need to have your um, calcium, but you can get more calcium from green vegetables than you can get from from the milk that is from a cow. Mm -hmm. And so the thing is, is that our body... Many people get bloated and have other side effects from dairy. And again, it depends on the biology of each person because we're all biogenetically unique. Some people can digest dairy without any problems at all. But dairy for many people is a red flag. Like listen to your body when you have something that has milk in it. How does your body react? You know, fart, you get gas, gassy a lot. Okay. So you lactose intolerant. My ass is. Okay, so sometimes <laughs> it's the lactose. And so, like, now there's so many other alternatives when to I dairy. When I used to drink milk, mm -hmm. like dairy, you did not want to sit next to me on a plane. Right. Talk about dropping some silent bombs. So I'm not saying that people can't have it, but to have it as part of your meal plan on a daily basis, I personally wouldn't recommend it. I would recommend that someone do high green vegetables instead. And again, the dairy is what? It's processed. Like you're not just getting milk straight from the cow. That milk is then being uh, pasteurized and the cows are being pumped with antibiotics. Like there's a lot that's happening to that cow before that milk comes to you. Mm. <laughs> If you're on a dairy farm and you're actually getting the milk yourself, that's a whole other story. Mm -hmm. But even still, I would encourage people to get their uh, calcium from green vegetables. Got it. Well, I don't want to hold you up. I know you got to go. You got, you, got to train, you got to train pink, right? I do have to train pink. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I made it here What about us? What about us? What about us? You, you showed me that video before it came out. I Remember did? you were in your car? Oh. And you said, yo, this is coming out like next week. Do you like it? <laughs> you showed me the whole video and the song. Oh. You like had a sneak peek of it. I did have a sneak I peek. I felt like I was ahead of the game when it came out. I go, that's old as fuck. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that song's been out for like three months. Listen, she's amazing. Every once in a while, she does give me sneak peeks of stuff that I can um, hear before. I know that she has this amazing, that amazing song, Try, that is like, I think the videos now had like over Three, four hundred million views. Her YouTube yeah. views are totally. Ridiculous. Well, I heard that song. Uh, she brought me in to her choreographer, Drea, who does all her silks, to show me the choreography because they wanted to make sure I would make sure she was strong enough to do the choreography. So she shows me the choreography, and this song is playing. And I'm like, 
I'm in tears by the end of the song. I go, oh my God, that's like the most beautiful song. And so, and she just wanted me to come in to see the choreography. And I'm like, but the song, girl, the yeah. song is amazing. <laughs> and so it is, she's really cool that way. She's so, so humble. And um, did you, are you, when she's on tour, are you training her the whole tour? No, I actually get, get her, her ready. ready before she goes on tour. Mm -hmm. And then she works out with, um, she has an amazing uh, physical therapist, Dr. David. Mm -hmm. And then she has her whole team of dancers. So they all, they become like a family and mm -hmm. they all train together while they're touring, which is beautiful. Yeah, I got Brad. He doesn't really train with me, my road manager. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm grateful for all of you creative people, like especially to you, Gary. Like so many times, I remember when the part of the way through when there were like all the riots that were happening with the Black Lives Matter mm -hmm. and you you were like afraid to post something funny, but then you finally did. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it was like medicine. Like I was like, oh, I'm so glad he did that because I think people underestimate how valuable it is to your health to laugh. Yeah, like, facts. Laugh, relax. Like it's not like we we need it so much. Well, that was like I was stuck in that. I was stuck in my hotel and um, San Antonio, and the power and uh, water went out in Texas. Yeah, and I was just stuck. And I just went, I'm just going to make a couple videos of <laughs> yes. this tragedy that's going on. You always got those people Baby. that you read some of the comments. You're like, that's what you took out of that? One guy said, uh, How my, dare you? no, my power was out. Yes. My water was out. <laughs> yes. I could not. You're so, like, what then, am I going to do Well, with then this? people be like, well, all you can do is fill it up with water <laughs> to flush your toilet. I go, there's no water. I can't get a bucket of water. Like, and then like I'm the idiot, right? Yeah, yeah. I know you put water in the toilet and you can flush it. There's no fucking water. Yeah. So then my buddy had a gym in Houston. I had to take the back roads to his gym. And so he let me work out, but he had a vending machine. So he had power, but no water. Yeah. So I bought like, no, no lying, 16 muscle milks. So that's what I was just drinking and eating, you know, and then uh, somebody goes, well, this whole story is a lie. If you didn't have any power, how'd you get, how'd you get money into a vending machine? I go, oh God. Oh God, stop. These motherfuckers God. here. Like, and then somebody goes, it's, he's a comedian. He goes, I'm just saying good comedians are accurate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How do I hold you up? What's okay, your, well, what's your app again and website? My, my app is thehollywoodtrainerclub.com. It's a mobile website. So you have to go to the website, thehollywoodtrainerclub.com. But you can operate it on okay. your phone or on a computer. Got and it. And please keep making us laugh because All right, we need it. Thanks Thank for coming you. in.